where we're encouraging men to be the kind of man people will remember when we're gone. We're tearing down the Macho Man stereotype one episode at a time. Go to mantheyremember.com for more information. Well, hello, men. We're back. I'm back. Anyway, I should say the podcast is back. I am, uh, I am finally getting around to recording a new episode and starting to work on a new season of the Man They Remember podcast. I've been kind of waiting for, you know, getting things set up and organized and, and whatnot, and I realize I'm, I'm just kind of waiting maybe for, for something that's not going to happen for a while, and if I keep waiting for it, I'll never get around to it, and I don't want any guys to kind of drift off of listening to the podcast since it's been so long. And uh, if, I, if I wait too long... It's not going to be around anymore, or you might not be around anymore. But uh, you might be thinking, well, what happened? What, what, what's, what took you so long? Why, are, why is it so long? I mean, the last, the last episode was uploaded on May 26th, and here it is, January of the next year. So, so what's going on, man? What, what are you doing? What, what took you so long? Where have you been? Well, you know, I really appreciate, you know, your enthusiasm and your excitement about the podcast. So, so, you know, thanks for the question. But, uh, you know, we, uh, our church, 6A Church, we, uh, we, this year, we sold our, our building to another church and we traded, traded properties with that church as well. And, uh, and so we, we moved in from May, uh, basically, uh, right after, not too long after Easter of last year, um, until September, October of the of last year. So, like a whole six month period, uh, we we were moving the church. And to just give you a quick a quick recap of what that was like, um, that church uh, had well, it was a merger of a couple of churches, but one of the churches had been in that building for about fifty years. And and even though we had gone through a lot of the rooms and closets and and whatnot. There was a lot of stuff that was still tucked away, hidden in rooms that hadn't been touched for years and years. And so we had about 13,000 square feet, and a lot of that was storage that was tucked away. So I spent days and weeks and months going through a lot of stuff to, uh, to, to figure out what we needed to keep, and, but mostly throwing all of it away unless it was useful and we try to find someone to give it away to. But, but uh, so, so by the time uh, we got to September, October, I was just totally exhausted. And then uh, the next couple of months, um, just trying to get the church back on its feet and, you know, in a new setting and a new community. We're about 20 minutes away, 15 minutes away from, from where we were before and getting used to a new church and a new environment and new people. So anyway, it's been... It's been a a pretty big process, so we uh, 
we're we're now starting to kind of settle down and 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 experience what it's going to be like in this new building in this new community and we love it we love the community we're in out in battleground washington and uh and it's been a great move for our church great move for our people and uh we're just thrilled thrilled about the opportunity that lies ahead of us as a church but but that's what that's what took up all of my time for for the last uh for the last uh three quarters of a year but now it's starting to settle back down into a routine getting in getting into the groove of things and i wanted to get a podcast out now i'm going to tell you where i'm going to actually in the coming weeks i'm going to go over the seven the seven core virtues of being a man and and if you if you don't remember we're talking about manhood in a little bit different way so a lot of men's podcasts really focus on the macho man ideal and and really emphasize how if you're going to be a man, uh, real men do things like chopping firewood and hunting and you know and 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 catching fish with your bare teeth and and things like that and and throwing axes and there's nothing wrong with any of that. Now if, if you want to catch fish with your bare teeth, you know, be careful. There's all kinds of weird things out there in the waters, but. There's nothing wrong with being a man who likes those things, but there is a problem, at least in in my mind and in our definition of manhood, there is a problem with with using those things to define masculinity. Those things do not make you a man. You can enjoy doing those things, and and a lot of them are good things for men to do. Uh, a lot of them, I would I would say, are I would encourage men to do those things. You know, working with your hands. And, and and being you know being a hard worker and that and all those things, providing for your family and whatnot. I think those are great things, but they're in in my mind or in our mind as a podcast, they are not what defines men. They're they're not what makes you a man. You can do those things, but that's not what makes you a man. So we have, if you've listened to the podcast, you may have heard us say this. We've we've defined manhood a little bit differently. We, we say that, that manhood, or being a man, is when you have used, learned to use virtue to control your desires, or learn to use virtue, sometimes I'll say, to control your appetites. So, so it's important for us to build up the character of a man and to use that character, that bedrock foundational character that lies deep in us, to to then control our appetites, our urges, and our desires, and and if you look around the world, you you see a lot of you see a lot of males who have not learned how to do this, and, and they're the ones that tend to cause the most problems, right? They haven't learned to control their appetites, their desires, their urges, their their reactions. They they just they just give in to them, and they think that's that's what it means to be a man. Is when I feel angry, then being a man means I get angry and I respond in anger. Well. I really don't think that's that's true. And if you look at if you look at some of the greatest men in history, some of the greatest men in the Bible, um, those moments in their lives when they reacted in anger or when they just kind of impulsively responded tend to be the moments that are frowned upon or looked down upon. They're the moments that 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 are told in in the Bible. Those are the stories that are told to show you that these men had flaws. That they weren't, that they weren't perfect men, right? It's like David and Bathsheba. David was a great man in Scripture. He's called a man after God's own heart. But they tell us the story of David and Bathsheba and and sending 
uh, Bathsheba's husband out to the front lines to be executed, essentially, to show us his flaws, to show us the, the mistakes he made. But, but those might actually, in some circles, be celebrated as what it means to be a man. And, and, and we, don't, we don't think that way, at least not in our church or in this podcast. So we're going to go over uh, what, what it means to be a man. So in the next you know, several episodes, I'm going to go over those core virtues, what they are, what, what are the core virtues that you need to have to be, to be a man. And uh, you know, I'm going to I'm going to start and just kind of go over them from scratch, but uh, I think it's important to to really dig into those and know and know what they are. So that's what's going to be coming in the future. But today, I want to I want to focus a little bit differently on something that that I that I've that I've heard about used uh, with leaders, but I haven't heard the term used about with just being a man. And I don't know if you're familiar with Jim Collins's book, Good to Great, but in that book, he talks about a level five leader. If you've been around, you know, churches or leadership circles or, or anything like that, you've almost certainly heard of Jim Collins and his book, Good to Great. Uh, it's a great book. If you, want a, if you want a good book to read, I definitely recommend it and go check it out and, and work your way through it. But in there, he talks about what it means to be a level five leader. So they did some research. And at at the top of this leadership pyramid is what they call the level five leaders. Now, levels one through four range from a highly capable individual, that's level one, all the way up to an effective leader at level four. And they all contain great characteristics for being a leader. Um, and a, a lot of leaders kind of get to that level four leader where they're being effective at leading, but they don't ever make it to level five. They discovered, though, in, in their research that, that top-tier organizations had CEOs, had leaders, who were these level five leaders. They were, they were an entirely different class of leadership. And so they, they were saying, well, what, makes, what are the defining characteristics of, of this level five leader? What makes them level five? And, and they had two particular characteristics that set them apart from the other levels, and that is humility and fierce resolve. Now, when you're thinking about CEOs of major corporations, you don't often think of humility as being one of the characteristics. Like, like if you think about Elon Musk, humility is not one of the things that comes to mind, right? Um, at least not from the outside, from, from appearances. It doesn't seem like humility is, is a real high value for, uh, for Mr. Musk. So, you, so we might think, well, well, he doesn't have it, but, but they were looking, they had some criteria at, one, you know, at a great organization, good to great, and for great, you know, they were talking about having to, having to last for a certain amount of time, and, and they had to have kind of a moment where, they, where things just you know, went, escalated really, really well and up, you know, beyond and above the other companies in the same category and to, to kind of set them apart. So again, go check out the book if you want more information. But it was these two things, humility and fierce resolve, that set them apart. Specifically, he says, uh, someone who builds enduring greatness through a paradoxical combination of personal humility plus personal will. Someone who builds enduring greatness, so not just momentary greatness, but enduring greatness through a paradoxical combination of personal humility plus personal will. Now I've read that book uh, multiple times and and gone through uh, chapters of it over over and over, 
Um, I've taught the concepts to young leaders when I when I'm working on you know mentoring, training up some leaders. I, I teach them this concept. I've I've actually been been a fan of this concept for probably about uh, 20 years, maybe longer now. When I first read the article uh, that came out in the Harvard Business Review that was talking about this idea, but but one area that that I've never stopped to apply that to is being a man. I've applied it to to leadership, but I've never applied it to being a man. So so what does it look like to be a level five man? Right? There's a lot of different uh, definitions of what it means to be successful as a man or you know being the someone who who's got a nice home and a, and a high paying job and and our definitions of success often include things like like boats and and guns and you know other you know recreational equipment or maybe a vacation house you know that's we would say well that's a successful man but but I, I think I think that we could actually apply this concept to to manhood and we can see that if we want to be level five men if we if we want to rise to the top of 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 manhood and kind of set ourselves apart from from the from the average man i think it's probably these two characters humility and and resilience or fierce resolve so for let's start let's start with talking about humility humble humble men level 5 men are humble well what does it mean to be humble what do you think it means to be humble cs lewis said that true humility is not thinking less of yourself but it's thinking of yourself less so we don't we're not belittling ourselves or putting ourselves down but we're 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 not making ourselves the center of the universe. We don't make everything revolve around us. And that's a great place to start. As men we're constantly faced with decisions, uh, uh, the decision of thinking of ourselves or are we going to think about others? Are we going to think about ourselves or are we going to think about others? Are we going to think about ourselves? Are we going to think about our coworkers? Are we going to think about ourselves? Are we going to think about our wives or our kids? And we're constantly chased or forced to, to choose between this choice, ourselves or our kids. After a long week of work, we're tempted to come home and, and want a break for ourselves, not thinking about maybe the break that our, our wives need. So instead of rushing home on a Friday to be with our family, maybe some of us go out for drinks with buddies because you know, we need to unwind. Not necessarily anything wrong with that, but but if we're constantly choosing it over over serving our families, then it might be problematic. It's it's thinking thinking of ourselves first instead of thinking le- thinking of myself less, thinking about myself less. But there's more to it than that. He Collins brings in another aspect to humility. Humility. He says a level five leader is willing to look at the data even if the data is showing them something they don't like. Right? We're willing to look at the data. So, so let's think about it in our lives. Right? What's the data we can look at in our lives? We can look at how things are going in our lives. We can look at our finances, see how things are going in our finances. We can look at our families, if you have families, and we can, and we can look at how things are going in our families. We can look at our jobs, at our work, at, at our household, at you know, the things that we're responsible for, and we can see how they're going, we can be honest and look at the data and, and be, just be honest and say, well, how is it? And, and be willing to face the, the reality that things might not be going so well. <laughs> right? I'm, I'm looking at this uh, right now in my own life as, as a man. Um, the last three years have been the craziest, most chaotic years of my life. 
and you know running the church through that period of time consumed me and it, and it just consumed so much of my life and my time and i was hoping you know that it was just going to be over with 2020 and 2021 and then 2022 came and and it was probably the hardest of the three years for for me and for our church personally while others were kind of getting getting into back into rhythms and routines we were still we were still trying to figure some stuff out and so I had three years where where I was just I was consumed by church and and I had to I had to do a lot of things just to to help the church make it through and, and survive. And in the meantime, things around my house were just going, right? They were getting let go. And and I've got a whole bunch of projects that I've put off. I've either put off projects or I've I've put off finishing projects. And there's just a like if you look if I look around almost anywhere in the house or outside the house, I can see these projects that that I've put off and, and need to finish. And and so now now I'm like, okay, well I gotta get this back under control because the data is showing me that there's a problem here. And even if it's hard to wrestle with, I need to look at the data and fix the data. Right? A, a level five man will look at the facts. Even if the facts point to the man in the mirror as being the problem, and right now that's one one area where I'm definitely the problem, right? So so we have to look in the mirror and say, yeah, I'm 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 the one that's causing the problem here, and I need to fix it. Sometimes it's others, you know. Sometimes you know it's it's our kids that are acting up, but maybe they're acting up because we've been absent from their lives. Maybe our kids are having behavioral problems at school because, because we're not disciplining them at home, and that's what the data shows. Or maybe we're feeling distance in our relationship with our wives because we haven't been serving her, caring for her. We've been letting her serve us. A level five man is going to confront reality and, and put himself in the gap to solve the problem. He's not going to push blame off on someone else. He's going to look at the man in the mirror, and he's going to say, uh, yeah, this is on me to fix. And I'm going to fix it. We put others first. We, we serve others first. We love our family sacrificially. We put our family's needs ahead of our own. And that takes humility. It takes humility to say, I'm not, I'm not the most important person in this house. I'm not the most important person in this, in this office. I'm not the most important person in the world. I, I, I need to look at others. So it's humility and then it's fierce resolve. So if humility is about love, which is what it sounds like, you, you know, love, sacrificial love, sacrificing ourselves for the betterment of others, which is how we define love, that we're willing to sacrifice ourselves for others, then fierce resolve is about leading. You know, it, it, it's, about, it's about leading towards what's important. Vince Lombardi said, it's time for us all to stand and cheer for the doer, the achiever. The one who recognizes the challenges and does something about it. About it, it's time for us to all stand and and recognize the one that's working. Right? Don't don't celebrate the people that that have the you know have the biggest attitude and, and the biggest ego and the biggest this and that. Let's celebrate the ones who are doing the work, who who are putting in the effort, who who look and and face challenges head on and and they don't let the challenges stop them they're, they're willing to work through the adversity and complete it and come out on the other side right it's challenging to be a man i think it always has been but today it's definitely challenging to be a man and and too many of us look at the challenges of of what it takes to be a good a good man 
with deep character and we give up and say, it's just, it's just too hard. It's too hard. But we, we play an important role, whether it's the role we play as fathers, which, which is a very important role, by the way. According to the U.S. Census Bureau, 18.4 million children, that's one in four, live without a biological step or adoptive father in the home. Almost 25% of the children in our country are growing up without a man in the home, anywhere. And I think we're seeing the effects of that, and we've talked about that uh, over the over past episodes and how important it is. We play a crucial role, and, and when we're not playing that role, it has big effects. And I believe both parents have, have incredible roles to play, and I do not elevate the role that men play over the role that women play. We have equally important roles to do in the house. But when we look and we see problems, we, we, we can't shift the blame. We can't shift the blame to, well, society's just, society's just messed up and, and society's messing everything up. So, so why would I even bother? Why would I even try? We, we, we don't do that. We say, well, look, here's, here's a problem. And maybe there's an issue that's being caused by society. Sure. <laughs> there are lots of issues being caused by the world that we live in. I, I do not, I do not uh, argue with that. But a lot of them are problems that, that we can't just say, well, I, there's nothing I can do about that. We, a, 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 good, a good, strong man is going to say, well, look, okay, so here's some adversity. Here's a challenge. Here's a struggle. I don't know what to do about it, but I'm going to figure it out. And, and I'm going to keep working at it until I figure it out. I'm not going to give up on it. I don't know if you've read the book Grit, but uh, that's one of the things she talks about is how how the people who's, who seem to really succeed in life are the ones who have this grit, this fierce resolve and, it, and, and, and willingness to push through adversity. There's a lot more in the book than that. Uh, another good read if you want to go check it out. But this fierce resolve, it doesn't mean that we're, we're driven by personal ambition. That's not the driving factor. That's what Colin says. It's not an ambition for my own success as a man. It's not an ambition to, to be able to someday say, well, well, look, I'm this awesome man, which, which sounds like it conflicts with, with our, our, our name as a podcast, being the kind of man people will remember when we're gone, <laughs> and, and I can see that. But, but being the kind of man people remember when they're gone isn't the man who, who thought he was this big success. It's, it's the man who served and was humble and cared and gave himself for others. Right? It's not about our personal ambition, but it's about our ambition for those around us, our, our desire to see those around us succeed. That has, to be, that has to be equally, if not more important, than our own personal ambition. We're not driven by our personal ambition in work, or our personal amb- ambition in our families, or even our personal ambition to be known as the world's greatest man, world's greatest dad, world's greatest husband, whatever it is. We want the best for those in our lives. We want the best for our families. We want the best for our wives. We want to see them succeed, even if it comes at personal cost. We realize that we're not, we're not putting in our time and biding our time until, until we can get back to the things that we want to do. We're actually we're making critical, crucial investments in the lives of people around us. So, so what's your approach as as a man, or have you been kind of approaching it in, in the way that well, I'm gonna I'm gonna put myself first. I'm gonna make myself what I want. And I'm just gonna go get it, and and the people around me can just deal with it. Or would you be able to say that you're 
your manhood, your, your, your life is marked by humility and fierce resolve. And if you can say that your, your life is marked by those two things, well then, awesome. Congratulations, you're on your way to being a level five man. And, and I encourage you to keep, keep going. But if you're, if you're not there, then, then those are two things that you can start working on. You can work on, on humility, thinking of yourself less and thinking of the others around you. And then this fierce resolve, this willingness to not give up, this, or this, this willingness, that, this, this desire that we're, we're going to fight through the adversity because it's, what's important is, is what I pour into the people around me. And I'm going to make sure that, that the, the, the people in my life are becoming the best people they can. And I, even if that becomes challenging, even if it becomes hard, even if it feels like there's no way for me to win at that, I'm going to keep working to find a way. And I'm not going to give up on it. I'm going to keep working to find a way to become a better man, and I'm not going to give up on it, even if society tells me that it's impossible or that, that there's no way for me to do it. So I encourage you today, men, just, just think about, think about some, some areas of your life where maybe you need to grow in humility. I know I have, I have those in my life. And, and think about areas in your life where you need maybe just a little more fierce resolve, where you're willing to face the adversity and not give up. And maybe there's something you've given up on. Maybe there's something that, that, that's been going on in, in a relationship or in a friendship or in your family or at work, or maybe it's just work itself and you've just kind of given up on it. I encourage you to think about that and maybe just say, well, maybe, maybe I'm not giving up on that. Maybe, maybe it's time for me to pick that up again and to, and to work at it again and, and, to, and to think, well, Okay, so what I did before wasn't wasn't working, but I'm gonna I'm gonna find a way. I'm gonna stick with it until I find a way. You know, there's there's a lot of things in our lives. There's a lot of thing and things in my life where I could look back and I could say, well, I failed at this and that. The truth is, I haven't failed at any of those things unless I don't work on them, unless I give up on them, unless I quit on them. So even if I've laid something aside for a very long time. If I come back to it and I find a way to work through it and win at it, I haven't been defeated at that, right? I'm, I'm only defeated if I die and I didn't get to fix this or that. So, so we're only defeated if we don't get back up and give it another shot. So, so maybe, maybe this is what you needed today. Maybe, maybe you needed someone to just tell you that thing that you've given up on, don't. The thing that you quit on, pick it back up and work at it and work hard at it and put in the time and, and put in the effort and put in the energy and, and, and work at it until, until you've got it. Because I think that's something that's missing in a lot, of our, a lot of our men today is we just give up too quick. All right, well, uh, that's going to do it for this episode of the, of the Man They Remember podcast. Thanks for your time today, and uh, be looking back in the, in the near future for future episodes coming quickly, even some interviews that I've already recorded that I'm going to, going to share with you and uh, get those out to you as well. But a new episode of Man They Remember starts today. Thank you for listening to the Man They Remember podcast. You can find us online at www.mantheyremember.com, facebook.com slash remember, and instagram.com slash remember. Thanks for leaving a review and your rating on the Apple Podcast. And most importantly, thanks for sharing this podcast with your friends.